Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. They're limited only by their abilities, Mitch and the Professor, featuring special guest Jack Tao. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we're going to be talking with Jack Tao, the CEO of Femex. But before we start talking to Jack, let's grab that crypto news from the Crypto Jet. Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners, and welcome to the Cryptocurrency News in a Flash with the Crypto Gent. Bitcoin price is likely to smash $1 million by 2025, according to new macro report. And Bloomberg says Bitcoin is setting up for 2017 like bull run. That's the cryptocurrency news in a flash with the crypto gent. And it's back to you, Professor. Thanks a lot, crypto gent. Mitch, how's your week going? It's going good, man. It's going good. You know, getting my last minute preparations in um, before all the hell breaks loose from the coronavirus. But Other than that, just trying to keep up with uh, current events and see how things are rolling out, watching the market play its uh, ups and downs. And yeah. You know, the, the market is looking nice, is it not? It actually is. You know, it was crazy. I, I mean, we, it was uh, kind of questioning how big the pullback was going to be with this whole virus outbreak. Um, and it didn't, didn't quite go as bad as I thought it was going to. Um, and it bounced back kind of nicely. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be up and down for a little bit, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. will tell. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's going to be, I mean, we're in this for the long run anyway, you know, That's in, right. in 2030, That's right. what, whatever the price could be today, it's going to look silly in 2030, you know, it sure is. Whether it it's sure Bitcoin is. or whatever, it's, it's going to keep evolving. So, um, yeah. you know, so one thing I'm super excited about, you and I have talked about this real briefly. We haven't really solidified any details. We haven't really announced anything to the community. But um, right. as most everybody is aware, Femex has released a, a puzzle with 2.1 Bitcoin hidden inside of it. Um, they've released a few hints and there's still not a winner. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but it has inspired us to kind of go down that same route in a way. So we, we are working on some sort of a, a fun puzzle giveaway for the community that's going to tie into another event that we're working on. Um, just a little teaser. We'll, we'll give you guys more details later on. We're not, we're not ready to go on that yet, but just a teaser for you. Right. But without further ado, Stay let's tuned. get Jack in here and let's talk a little bit more about the one that you can actually win right now <laughs> and uh, see if you guys can make it happen. Jack, what's going on? Hey, guys. It's good, good to, to be on back. The show. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a while. We talked a little bit uh, towards the beginning of the puzzle release. We did a quick live stream and talked about the puzzle and where people can find information. And we released the first hint, which was really cool. But so you've, you've just released the last hint now. Yes, we did. Uh, people are getting close and um, we think uh, it's, it's time to close it. So we put our last hint a couple of weeks ago and we put a dead, deadline. So. Yeah, I saw that March 21st, right? Yes. So what happens on the 21st? Are you just going to give out the answer and then the fastest person to grab the Bitcoin wins? Or are you going to take the, the money out of the wallet and release the answer? Yeah, we're going to take the uh, money out of the wallet and uh, we're going to release the answer to see if this puzzle is uh, totally solvable and uh, we provide a good enough hints okay. to the audience. We, lots of people uh, stop or go to class 
go to school and uh, right. and take take couple 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 weeks off to to solve the puzzle and uh, start getting frustrated. And some people said this is unsolvable and uh, want to prove that this is solvable. We're not uh, we're serious about this uh, uh, this event. So I got to ask you: Is it? I don't know if you I don't know if you can say this for sure or not, but is it something where everybody is working too hard and they're overlooking a simple solution, or is it a really complex mathematical problem and people just haven't quite gotten it right yet? It's uh, it's not uh, that complex as we explained, and uh, we it uses a lot of the basic uh, techniques, uh, uh, mathematics uh, uh, for cryptos, especially in the wallet system, and uh, so people knows knows about that. And, but you, you, you do have to try it a lot of uh, different ways and, uh, and understand our hints. So we didn't, we didn't say straightforward about we, we, we kind of uh, uh, hide our uh, information into the hints. So they need to do some homework. That's nice. Uh, nice. So that's a good well, no, yeah, for, for 2.1 Bitcoin, <laughs> it can't be easy. I mean, that's a, that's a substantial <laughs> amount of crypto. So. It is. Uh, John is right, going to be $2 it. million dollars in a year, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Wouldn't that oh, be life-changing? $1 million oh. uh, $1 million per Bitcoin? That would be life-changing. Unless $1 million yeah. isn't worth $1 million anymore. Yeah, right. That, yeah, that would be. Yeah, It'll still be. be worth 2.1 Bitcoin, so it doesn't exactly. matter. That's all that matters. 2.1 Bitcoin is 2.1 Bitcoin, man. That's right. So, Jack, I know we covered this a little bit on the live stream. But since we're doing a full campfire episode, we asked this to everybody, and there's probably going to be people listening that didn't catch the live stream. So um, let's let's get a quick rundown. How did you discover crypto in the first place? And once you found it, what got you sucked in? Yeah, it was all started from uh, early. Uh, I think it's uh, between late uh, 2016 and uh, 2017, and one of my friends keep asking me to look into Bitcoin and uh, blockchain. Uh, you know, I was busy in the year end, and I. Finally, I, I got time uh, to read the white uh, to read the white paper. I instantly got hooked. So I didn't understand before, but I truly understand now after I read uh, read the the white paper. And it's just uh, I spent like a the entire weekend almost non sleep to read all the materials I can find Ethereum at the time. And uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, I, I got super excited at that time. So then we started talking about uh, what's the opportunity uh, and what's the business we can run this uh, over the two years and uh, in 2019 eventually. And uh, we, we, we formed uh, the team for Femex and um, uh, here we are. And, uh, and interestingly, in, in, uh, in 2017, I, I did a little bit of mining. Uh, so we went to a uh, micro center to grab all those uh, graphic cards <laughs> and almost purchased a lot of gra- almost all the, all the all the graphic cards uh, nearby uh, my home in Jersey and one more friend ended up getting abandoned by, by the store because um, he purchased too much and uh, and uh, <laughs> that's a fun story. So where are you where are you from, Jack? Originally from China, uh, I was relocated to uh, to New York uh, by Morgan Stanley in 2012, and uh, I lived in, live in Manhattan for two years. Then moved to New Jersey, uh, and uh, then came back to Asia. Okay. We now we now come based in Singapore. Near Singapore. Yeah. 
Awesome. So what's the atmosphere like there? I mean, you're living it. You're, you're over on that side of the pond. So what's it like? What is there chaos everywhere? Like everybody makes it out to be or. Uh, you mean coronavirus? Yeah. With the virus yes, and everything else that's uh, going on. My friend just texted me. Uh, he's, uh, he's in New Jersey and uh, there's no meat in, in Costco. <laughs> he told me. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, the, the, you, know, you know, I worry about my 401k because I have uh, a big stake in, uh, in the stocks and, uh, and the, the, the market is not doing well this week. And no. uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reasonable move and um, the federal kept the, the rate as well. And uh, we can see the Bitcoin price is surprisingly uh, stable this week. And yeah. it's, uh, it's, around same, it's around this reasonable range. And uh, it's a uh, lot of people in crypto even in cryptocurrency world, they, they start uh, uh, they talk about the coronavirus a lot, and uh, it started from China, then Korea, Italy, uh, North America, and spread out everywhere. It's uh, it definitely people need to be more caution and uh, oh, don't sure. be concrete, don't be crazily, uh, <clears throat> you know, you know, uh, panic. I think right. it's uh, yeah, right. Yeah, panic. Panic doesn't do anybody any good. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. Um, preparedness, you know, is, is key, I think. And like you said, you know, just, just be smart, wash your hands, you know, take precautions, do, do more, do things differently, you know, more hygienically than you normally would, you know, and and drink I think, yeah, drink plenty of water. Right. Um, and you know, those things always help and, you know, being positive, right. Having a positive mental attitude really helps your inner internal being as far as I, as far as I believe, you know, having that positive energy um kind of keeps your immune system up you know when you're down and, and depressed and negative all the time I, I think that does play a play an effect on our immune system so you know being around positive influences and positive people helps for sure yeah it did it did impact a lot of business uh, globally because like people stop walking <clears throat> go go to the office and uh i know that uh, in mainland china it's a it's a huge impact as well uh it's uh it definitely will impact uh, the economy globally this year. Oh yeah, especially for Q1. I believe so. I, I believe this. I believe this is going to be a rough uh, first half of the year. I think, and you know, like you said, the, the global supply chain is is so interrupted. I think that's what's going to be the biggest uh, the biggest impact. And the trickle down from it is just incredible. You know how how much trickle down effect actually has on on global. Uh, global business so yeah it'll be interesting to see how it plays out throughout the year yes yes that kind of ties into what i was just kind of going to run into and that's we we talked to andreas antonopoulos last week on the podcast and uh, we asked him what he thought uh in his opinion uh what effects coronavirus would have on cryptocurrencies and uh and mining in particular was asked about and his opinion was that there wouldn't be a whole lot of change as far as the mining goes, just because it doesn't require a whole lot of human interaction. You know, it's just kind of once you have the machines set up, they just kind of go on their own. You know, as long as you maintain them and keep them running, which, you know, one person can maintain a ton of machines, you're good to go. Yeah, that's but, true. But when you start thinking about the supply chain stuff, in your opinion, what impact do you see this outbreak causing as far as actually trying to acquire hardware for mining and replace it as it's going down? You think that's going to be a long-term impact? Yeah, I think uh, you know there are a lot of uh, uh, factory um, companies provide equipment for mining, 
and uh, you know that's the beauty of uh, uh, this new industry that uh, every, everything you can do is over, over the internet you don't have to go to the physical place and uh, so I think uh, it, it have some uh, impact it have more impacts to, to the traditional industry uh, but for cryptos uh, it's hard to say it's hard to say it's going to be interesting to see what happens one way or another. Either way, we can rest assured that we're going to feel the, uh, the impact a little bit on the manufacturing side at some point. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I actually had to, so I've got an Etsy store that I started like a year and a half ago just for funsies to sell some crypto branded shoes. And uh, somebody had ordered a pair of XRP shoes actually. And it ended up never getting processed and I had to refund and cancel the order because the factory that uh, manufacturers them is in China and they got shut down as part of this. And so uh, production has ceased until who knows when. Yeah, it's almost 99% of products uh, is manufactured in China. And, uh, and uh, I remember there's a, uh, I think CNBC, there's uh, the news report that to monitoring the atmosphere over China. And uh, during that uh, couple of weeks ago, that uh, pollution level is uh, getting lower because all the factories shut down. Um, and uh, I heard that uh, it started coming back uh, because you know you know it's, it's, um, it's a supply chain is a big problem for <laughs> impact the global economy. Hundred percent. It's crazy how much it does. Yeah, if 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 this this really uh, uh, going to be bad, uh, even even extended to Q1 or entire year, and I think uh, it definitely will have some price movement uh, and volatility in cryptos as well. Because uh, you usually in, in those uh, disasters and uh, people will turn by, by gold. And now it's more convenient and easier to buy cryptos, especially Bitcoins. So I think uh, eventually there's some, uh, and also uh, coming half, halving. So there's a lot of events uh, going on this year. And it's, it's, uh, it's very dramatic year. It, it is, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I, you say it's easier to buy crypto anymore and it is, you know, and like today I, um, I got a third location signed up for a crypto ATM. So oh, really? yeah. So now I have uh, three locations that I've set uh, crypto ATMs for coin flip. And, um, it's, it's funny, you know, talking to people that really aren't aware of cryptocurrencies, and, you know, explaining what, you know, the ATM does and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's fun to be a part of that movement, to be a part of that um, adoption of cryptocurrencies, you know, for the everyday use. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that uh, Bitcoin, all those cryptos will become like a, <clears throat> like a gold in, in the, in, over the internet. And uh, it's, it's, the idea is like it's super convenient yeah just have you just need a wallet just need a wi-fi and you can do trans uh, transfer values and uh, right. that's that, that's a beauty that's a beauty that's 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 exactly what we need over the internet and uh, that's something and that the bank system cannot provide us uh, in the modern world right yeah because it takes going through a traditional bank takes you forever to transfer money overseas and the fees are ridiculous where in crypto it takes a couple of minutes and costs you pennies yeah, so, indeed. So, Jack, what, in your opinion, is the biggest benefit of having a truly stable global currency that is the same exact value no matter where you go in the world? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, that's that's its goal we are expecting, and uh, but you know, it's gonna be a bumpy ride over the years. It's um, 
it's hard to predict uh, like uh, when the price is going to be stable and uh, and it's hard to predict the price right everyone's talking about one million for one bitcoin and <laughs> you know um, as i can see that uh, because there's more and more uh, derivatives uh, derivatives exchange and uh, you know uh, it's difficult it's becoming more difficult for people to manipulate the price because uh, the volume is trading volume is getting higher and higher that's a good thing and uh, and uh, and the price will, will not be the rocks uh rock ship like uh, 2017 i don't think that's gonna ever happen uh and uh, i hope that the price get more stable steadily increasing and be, and become a true standoff for gold uh, over the internet so let me ask you, Jag, uh, do you trade cryptos or do you hold, um, do you, you know, do you stack, do you buy certain cryptos or, or do you stay out of that? And, you know, being that you're in a, um, uh, an exchange. I, I did trade, uh, uh, quite often, uh, before I opened Famix. Now I just, uh, hold, uh, a couple, uh, cryptos I have, I don't actively trade. I, I, I use my platform a lot. And uh, but mainly for testing purpose, um, right. I'm not. I don't look into the charts. I don't have time, basically. So be, because you have to do a lot of data analysis, that a lot of uh, uh, good traders um, they spend a lot of time to analyze the data, and I just don't have that time right now. So I'm not actively trading. Uh, basically, just use the platform to test our new features, and uh, and so. My portfolio basically is like uh, my 401k and uh, right. some, some cash and some cryptos, you know, uh, it's a very uh, diversified. It's good to be diversified for sure. Now, yeah. when it comes to exchanges, where would you put, where would you put Femex in um, as far as fee structures go? Would you put your guys like in the middle of the fee structure for trades and stuff like that? Or are you more on the higher end? Yeah, our our fees are relatively lower uh, among the competitors, and um, in, it's it's all different. Uh, the pricing, the pricing, the for exchange, different exchanges are different. Like some are retail, uh, like the Coinbase. If you use their app, you probably charge being charged a lot, right? But uh, if you use their uh, <clears throat> pro version, then uh, you probably charge less. And uh, we are facing customers who want to do daily trading and uh, so our fee is relatively lower cool. so that's uh, that's a more that's more uh <clears throat> that's better for clients it's more user friendly well you know when you when you look at the sheer volumes that an exchange with a good reputation can do and the, the amount of money that they can make off of that volume it, it makes sense to have fees that are competitive within the market and that people can actually afford to, to, to trade and not be giving half of whatever it is that they're trading off to fees, you know? So that I, it's, that's respectable for sure. Yeah. I, th I think the fees are getting lower and lower. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's just could, could it be similar to what happens in retail, uh, equity trading, uh, markets, uh, in, in North America, you know, all those, uh, a retail broker that uh, they reduce their fees, uh, become zero fees. Uh, that's uh, that could happen as well in cryptos. That would be interesting. <laughs> yes. So, have you guys seen this uh, Corona Coin shit? No. No, it's some platform uh, put some bets on contracts on that that thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so we made a Corona Coin where like the the 
token supply decreases as people die of the coronavirus. Oh, come on. Right? Like, what the fuck? What is the matter with people? <laughs> My God. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there, there's a daily name called Daily Show. It's called This is How We Die. It's the, uh, who's the, who's the host? I, I can't remember. There's a, there's a, there's a show in New York uh, that to talk about the coronavirus as well. And the title is, uh, This is How We Die. <laughs> Please. Some people are open to any opportunity to capitalize on anything they can. It's kind of crazy. You know, a, a friend of ours, Red Cat Life, was would mention that to me today. She says, you know, it's really um, defeating to see all of the scams that, that are, are within this industry. And I'm like, you know, the sad thing is, is that anywhere there's money, whether it's cash money, whether it's digital currency, whether it's 401ks regardless of where the finance or money comes from there's a scam for it and it's so sad i mean you know there's so many good-natured people out there that fall for them and you know, i feel bad for them but you know it's it's, it's just horrible it, why never could understand that why why people have to be corrupt not not corrupt but dishonest yeah i, I, I think that's uh, that's uh, human nature it's uh, easy money and uh, now system, uh, there's no system is perfect. So no. all system has holes and uh, people find the holes, uh, they want to grab money. That's, uh, that's reasonable. That's, that's, that's human nature. I'm, I'm not saying this is right, uh, but that's human nature, right? It's, it's you know, it's it always hard to make money and people have spent time, have to study and take years to, to run a business uh, to catch the opportunity. Uh, but some people are just lucky enough to find a host and they find their ways to make money and that's human nature. Uh, and uh, I think for cryptocurrency industry is still new and it, it's, it's not a surprise that should see there's so many scams. You know, there's uh, Australia, <clears throat> Santoshi, you know, uh, that's, that's so many scams. Even, even those scams are very uh, immature and obvious and, uh, but just, a lot of people are getting lost a lot of money. So we, we can see that uh, even on social media and, uh, yeah. and uh, people get trained by those scams and be more cautious. I think that's uh, especially for the next generation that, uh, and the young, young people, they're, they're not uh, uh, naive or stupid as people thought because they use the social media all the time. They know that this is a scam or this is not. People start getting more cautious. So it always a balance and uh, uh, and on the awareness side, uh, people get smarter and smarter, and the system get robust and robust. Exchange improves every year. There's more competition. The competition is good for customers. And we yes. believe that, yeah. So that, that's why a couple of weeks ago, that's we re- revealed that our core system and its knowledge share, uh, we hope that to improve the industry. Some people want to open exchange. They can use the same idea. Uh, to provide the same service and even better, so we, we want to improve this. That's that's uh, that's uh, that's the whole idea. That's why we start to uh, quit our job. You know, you know, we we we're working for more uh, for many years, and um, we think that um, you have to give up something to build something better. So that's true. Everything everything good takes sacrifice of some sort. It's it's not a uh, pure sacrifice. It's also fun, and so oh, yeah. you know, we do see these opportunities, and uh, we love this industry. We love uh, crypto and the blockchain, and uh, that's our passion. So, Jack, I'd, I'd love to hear your thought on who is Satoshi. So, I know that we all have our theories, and there's so many crazy theories out there, and that nobody really truly knows. But 
if you had to pick one of the crazy theories and go with it, which one would you go with? I don't, I, I really don't know. But, uh, you know, my prediction is uh, uh, in maybe five or 10 years, people will say Santoshi is an alien or some kind of God. <laughs> you know, this, this guy is, I have my full respect. It's, uh, he, he's amazing, you know, because the, the techno, technology, the blockchain, and they use a lot of uh, uh, techniques and science that uh, haven't been developed or put a lot of research work uh, for many, many years. I, like distributed database, uh, like 20 years ago, I heard of that. And uh, no one thinks that that's being useful because centralized, like Oracle centralized database is perfect already, right? Just uh, you get more more uh, reliable uh, hardware, so you don't have to worry about, uh, uh, worry about like, uh, data getting corrupted, you can have a backups, there are other alternative solutions. And also game theory and the network, you, you can see that a lot, it uses a lot of edge technique and combine with them. And I'm, I'm thinking about a person that could be, some, I will, my best guess was he is some professor in a school, spent years, years uh, or, uh, uh, study those, uh, uh, things and he has a passion to 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 build uh, cryptos. He probably spent uh, like ten years to study this. He's, uh, he probably nobody, and uh, and uh, amazing things. And uh, he never spent his money. Uh, maybe he lost his uh, private key. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And he he's not chasing for fame. He's not chasing for uh, for uh, for for money. And that's amazing. And uh, uh, not many people can do that. No, it's a, a powerful technology. And it's amazing to see that a person or group or entity or whatever you want to consider, or alien, maybe alien, has, like you say, managed to go this long. Or maybe he's dead. You know, I guess we don't really know. But um, I'd, I'd like to believe that they've held out this long because they believe so hard in, in the thing that they built. And they know that, obviously, selling other coins would ruin everything. And it's like, I just... I love to believe that it's somebody who just really, really, really digs what he made. You know, I met a guy in Las Vegas at block show in 2018. I'm not going to say his name so he doesn't get inundated with stupid messages, but I'm pretty sure he's Satoshi, you know, not, not literally, but I would like, to, I would like to picture him as Satoshi because it makes my day very enjoyable. <laughs> so why? So can tell, yeah. Tell us why. What's the, is his character? Uh, so it's just his character. He's, he's fucking hilarious. He's, really brilliant and the way he speaks is like he's always speaking in tongues just a little bit and when you say anything about you know like are you satoshi's he like he's like no denies it very hard very hard and it's I mean, obviously he's not satoshi right like this guy is he couldn't possibly be but it's just <laughs> his character makes it so perfect that he's just some crazy guy running around the crypto space telling everybody that they're wrong because he knows fucking everything because he's a really smart guy and uh yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be hilarious if it was him. So what, what do you guys think about the theory that, that says that the governments actually created cryptocurrencies so that they could do away with the cash society and, and make it a cashless society? Because I know that's kind of, it seems that that's where we've been going over the last 20 or 30 years, moving more and more towards a cashless society um, where you don't have that piece of paper that's transferred, but it's all digital. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because, I mean, there's really no fast way to send information. 
So my point of view is uh, the twofold is uh, definitely it's convenient for people. Like right? uh, I was surprised when I moved to New York and that everyone's still using cash. No one uses cash anymore in China. No. <laughs> so everyone is using, using some digital payment and, uh, you know, I don't have any money uh, back like 10 years, even 10 years ago in China, I don't have any cash on my, uh, on my po- in my pocket. And I was, uh, so it's definitely more convenient and uh, you don't need to worry about change points, right? I hate coins. And, uh, and on the other thing, uh, on the other fact that uh, people may worry about their money get uh, scrutinized by the government. You know, you know it's, uh, it's more easy to monitor uh, the money flows. You know, some countries like, uh, you know, some countries like that they canceled their 1,000 bills a couple of years ago. A few years ago, it's causing chaos because the government was in control of the of the money, and they decided to 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 cancel uh, uh, one thousand bills. So people have to go to the bank to exchange money, so they can monitor it again. So that's kind of thing that worries people. So I would say it's a long way to go, even in America, that uh, the government can finally push uh, push this through because uh, there's there will be raised a lot of questions. So people do it's a desire that people do uh, want to have their full control on the clean money, right? They don't want everyone to know about where it's money. So that's, I think that, that that's the human right. It's a basic right to, uh, to have. Agreed. You know, even if the government didn't invent any cryptocurrencies or start any of this, they're definitely going to go head first because how, how could they not, you know, having a, a currency that they can actually track where it goes everywhere completely and they can control every aspect of it. Like, yeah, they're going to be all over this. Obviously not Bitcoin, but I don't think it's going to be too long until I see the dollar on a blockchain. <laughs> yeah. There's a conflict because uh, government do have their duties to uh, watch uh, money laundries and the back activities. It's hard. On the, on the other side, they have to satisfy the, the, the privacy. Right, what's the balance between there? And uh, it's hard, it's, it's definitely a hard problem. Yep, I mean, I certainly don't agree with it, you know, but I feel like that's where, where we're headed one way or the other, because I mean, the governments, all governments in general want that, that ability to have control of the aspects that they need to control to keep a civilization running. And of course, from their perspective, that means that they need to have full granular control over everything. But then of course you have the, the, the balance of the voices who are pushing for privacy and and those kind of rights and that's why you know we don't just have total takeover right away but at the same time we're starting to see things like we talked about with uh, and last week the sesame system in china and things like that where we've got social scoring and we have more and more invasions of privacy in so many different ways and now we've got our money on you know we've had a digital that they can track for a while now let's let's not kid ourselves you know the government knows where every dollar goes in paypal if they really care they can find oh, out yeah. right but um it's just, it's taking everything to the next level and we start getting more and more connected and they just have more and more uh, view of everything. So uh, I don't know, what, what do you think is going to be the turning point for, I wouldn't say revolution, but mental revolution uh, of this has gone too far and we need to go backwards on some of these privacy issues. It's, 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 a, it's, a, big, uh, it's a big topic that um, I want to go a little bit back about the previous question that uh, about this privacy and uh, you know, you know, Maybe people change, you know, it's uh, to manage a large scale of the population and uh, the Chinese government did a good job, right? 
unique effort they use their tools to do the good things, they do a good job to control the coronavirus. And uh, when the crisis happens, they put uh, enough money. It's not because they have, they have the enough big data to accurately to, to, to fix the problems. So if the government do the good things, they can take a beneficial society, right? Chinese population is huge. You know, it's 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 not easy. It's definitely not easy for them to 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 manage the company, uh, to manage this country, right? So if they're using that way, it's first, uh, it's uh, could it be chaos. It's uh, there, there's no, there's, uh, it's hard to prove that which one works better uh, for this uh, this bigger uh, population. So so maybe in in in, in coming years, uh, people could change their mind about privacy. They maybe give up a little bit of privacy uh, to help the society to help the government to, to manage their managing the entire economy or maybe that go extreme so it, it's really hard to say uh, which way will go and uh, and uh, either uh, people want to give up their that, that that's what blockchain is a revolution revolutionary right yeah a private platform people can use and leave the question leave the challenges to the the governments and uh, and uh, that's and see how, how it goes I truly believe that the technology and because there are a lot of research, a lot of invest money put into blockchain, make it better, I think the technique definitely will help to have the government to find a solution. Well, you made a really good point there about maybe people's mindsets will change and we maybe sacrifice right. a little bit of privacy for more convenience because don't we do that every day? You know, if you yeah. go in and you check out a book at the library, you put your name and shit on there because you wanted the convenience of borrowing somebody else's book instead of going to buy your own with that gold that you've been hoarding so that nobody can see where you're sending your money. So, you know, you go get a loan and, and you, you put your information in there. You get a debit card, you give them your information in a bank account. And what are you doing? You're sacrificing privacy for convenience. So, you know, we've, we've come a long ways if you think about it. If you went 100 years back, you know, and, and talk to people about just giving up all their information for whatever, a debit card, maybe they would think differently about it than they do now. You know, I don't know. It's just the human mindset is interesting. Yeah. I, I to start about privacy, right? So I sell something, uh, something I don't need on uh, eBay. And uh, I, I got a scam. There's a guy that uh, he has his way and I, I shipped my item and he withdraw his payment. And uh, we have this email email conversation, and uh, from the email head, I can see his IP, and I can see this IP is definitely from that uh, the same location I just shipped. And I get a scan because of my ship. I shipped my item, but I go to police, policeman, and the police station, and I report this scam and see I didn't get my money back. They basically can do nothing because they cannot track the IP. They, the IP, uh, the IPS uh, uh, provider, they cannot. Uh, the customer's information to them and even I know that that's the bad guy living there I know their IP but they cannot do that I even know his Mac address uh, kind of allocated to to see to his uh, his computer but uh, we can do nothing so it's uh, you know it's also that's uh, it's uh, you know it's always a face to uh, faces uh, of a one coin it has a bad side as a good side so it's, it's really hard to say Oh, I, I agree. Uh, you know, I think, I think um, you're, you're right in the sense that we need to change a little bit as a society. But I think um, also, you know, when you look at governments, in my mind, government was put into position to govern the people, right, to help lead the people. But they're supposed to work for the people, right? And yeah. too much of government works for the greed and for the dollar, 
That's true. That's true. It's not working as they advertised. I, t- right. I totally agree. I totally agree. So, they spend more, more time and more, more money on something is not for people. Right? Exactly. That, that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. Yep. Exactly. So let me ask you, if you could have one superpower, whatever superpower you wanted, what superpower would you choose and what would you use it for? Uh, I, I never thought about that. <laughs> I dream about that superpower. I don't know. Uh, I can review the future. Okay. Okay. I have a peak in the future. Right. So, so yeah. Maybe, so would you, change, maybe would you change the course of your future if you could? Yeah, there's a lot of fiction movies that uh, some people have the, the ability to, to view the future and, uh, and end up with a, as a story because they, they find out that uh, they cannot change even they know the future. Right, right. So, but it's still interesting. It's still seeing how it just goes. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, Jack. One last question before we close out here. If you could get everyone in the world to stop complaining about one particular thing, what would it be? Uh, you guys all have hard questions. Uh, you, you guys watch too much of fiction movies. One of my favorites is like uh, the Black Mirror. The Black Mirror, uh, a lot. And there, there's one, uh, one episode about uh, putting. You know, one they they made some jewelry putting. They control the whole world, and because it's oversight oversees everyone, so all the countries start working together. There's no crime anymore because they can instantly punish the by. By the, the superpower. <laughs> There's a, one of the actually in Black Mirror, uh, one of my favorite shows. I think I've seen that once. Yeah, so, um, so back to your question. So stop complaining. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, I'm, I'm, I have a tolerance about social media. So people challenge you and spread the rumors or, 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 or call you out. I'm, I'm fine. I think that's the nature. It's a freedom. It's that's people like uh, like the social media because they can basically talk everything, right? And uh, and uh, uh, the mass is not stupid, so people know whether you tell the truth or not. So um, I think it's uh, it's uh, that the, the social media become more uh, more and more healthy, and uh, the like uh, Twitter and uh, YouTube uh, they, they they start doing some good jobs to to uh, to delete scams. Uh, they, they, they have some, they have some uh, uh, contribute as well. So, oh, oh I, I don't have any, any problem with social media. Cool. Yeah, you, you, that's a total nice logical answer to a stupid question. Uh, I, I guess I was getting more about people whining about something frivolous, not actually submitting complaints and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone whining. Yeah, right? my, my kids whining all the time. Uh, I get used to that. <laughs> get used to that. <laughs> uh, you, you, do you guys have kids? If you know kids, Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I, I have three. I have zero tolerance about whining because you know people in Mogadishu say that you generally very nice and they 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 professional they they reasonable right they they if they have a problem they they try to find a solution this uh, uh, instead of complaining right but in in, in the normal life is uh, that's yeah. normal right yep. I complain to my wife a lot my kids are like whining for no reason. And uh, you start to used to that. You change yeah. your mindset, and uh, it's human nature. You have to do different right. way to try to understand people. Uh, being parents for me, it's it's it's, it's a really really it's good experience. Like okay, so the only thing that's it, awesome. They make you a better person. It does. You understand uh, because kids, it's like a blank sheet, right? They have nothing on there, and uh, all their reaction is natural. It's uh, like uh, natural. So you try to start uh, 
we're thinking about, hey, that's reasonable. So when it, uh, it changed my, the way I, I deal with uh, people, I, I have more respect to the people, but, uh, I try to put their shoes on, put on their shoes and to think about a different way and uh, it makes a teamwork better. Jack, this has been an amazing podcast, sir. You, you are a stand-up guy. I really enjoyed having you on this show and I know the professor did too. Um, oh, yes. It was really fun talking to you and look forward to actually meeting up one day. Who knows? It's a small world. Yeah, yeah I love you too. Likewise, it's uh, my all precious. Very nice conversation with you guys. Yes, very much. Thank you so much for coming on. Have a good evening, sir. You too. Thank you. Yep. Take it easy. That was awesome. That was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mitch, I got a question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. Elon Musk says that Dogecoin is the best cryptocurrency. Do you agree? Wow. Really? Well, of course. He was um, temporary CEO of Dogecoin. How could he not think it's the best? This is, this is true. I, you know, I think Doge is a fun coin. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm afraid to comment on that either best way. Though? I don't know. But I love Dogecoin. I've got, I've got some, and I got my kids some. For uh, Christmas last year, Did you? or the year before, I sent him. I got him some Dogecoin because just he, he thought it was exciting to have Dogecoin on his phone. But oh sure, <laughs> um, I don't know. I love Dogecoin, but also I guess at the same time, Verge was a fork of Dogecoin. Yeah, we'll see. Is it on Femax? Uh, that's a good question. We should ask Jack. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it! If it's not, it better be, or Elon Musk is going to be up Jack's butt. Well, we can't trade on it because it's a hundred times leverage, but God, dude, could you imagine? All right, let me, let's just get this straight. You're going to put a bet on the table for cryptocurrencies at a hundred times leverage. That's insane. It is. But also if you just have a bunch of money that you don't give a shit about, like if you're loaded, I guess you can lose five grand and not even blink. Then why not? I guess. But whatever. I mean, although at the same time, I really wish that, and I, and I guess I probably shouldn't say this, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tempted to set up a VPN and go play with some BitMEX shit, you know? And I, uh, it, it seems like it would be fun to be like, here's $20 on 100X and just see what happens. But I know what's going to happen. You're going to get wrecked. I'm going to get fucking wrecked because that's how it works. So that's why I haven't ever tried that. Oh my <laughs> I, God. I get wrecked with 1X. Yeah, right? <laughs> same here. I don't need 100X. Fuck that yeah. shit. Right. Do I want to get wrecked a hundred times more than I normally uh, do? No. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> Absolute insanity. So Man. guys, if you're out there trading a hundred X, you might as well just I don't know. I well it, let's, say, let's put it this way. If they're trading a hundred X right now and they're listening to us, they're probably doing okay. Otherwise they wouldn't probably have their computer or headphones or anything that they need. So <laughs> This is true. <laughs> oh shit! I just funneled it all into BitMEX. Everything's gone. <laughs> Living in a cardboard box now. Thanks, right? Arthur Hayes. Oh my God, guys! Thanks for showing up tonight. Thanks for listening to the show. Down about support your local coin flip ATM. Go there, buy some cryptos, buy the dip. Great experience. Really easy to use. And let us know what you think. And I want to throw real quick before we wrap entirely. I just want to say. Huge shout out and thank you to Destro for the sick coasters, man. Those are amazing. Damn straight. Those are sick. And uh, keep an eye on Twitter because we're going to give some away. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Have yourselves a great night. Until next time, we will talk to you guys later. Take it easy. Peace.